everyone, and welcome to another episode of my weird little podcast. Woo. Yay! <laughs> uh, it's me, Tia. I'm always here. Although this time, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, it is a slightly different angle of my room today um, because I did not feel like getting off my bed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a slightly different angle. I'm also no makeup on and no cute outfit so if you are following me on tiktok uh you might be disappointed with this week's tiktok so sorry um to my six subscribers out there uh you know i do have i do have as of right now i have 700 followers on tiktok so that's not bad you know yeah oh I'm so rude. Teresa's here. Yay. Hi, everybody. Happy to be here as always. (laughs) But uh, as soon as I get a thousand, I can start doing live stuff on TikTok, which um, hopefully I can do. I have a couple ideas for things uh, I want to do. Sorry. Pat is now handing me my soda and my pizza. And now we can continue with the podcast. (laughs) <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? Because I'm drinking nice. Lacroix. Ooh, I love I love that Lacroix. Is that the limoncello? Yeah, limoncello. Yeah, um, uh, I I haven't tried it. Is it good? Uh, it's really good. It tastes like marshmallows. Ooh, I don't know how to why it doesn't taste like lemons. It tastes like marshmallow. Um, <laughs> limoncello, Lacroix, key lime. Uh, Lacroix and pamplemousse are like the best flavors. Hands those down. are your favorites. Um, yeah. The worst flavor is orange. Um, yeah. Because it just tastes like unsweetened orange soda. Um, uh, yeah. Or the plain lemon is also equally disappointing. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just like the plain ones. I I like the flavored ones, too. Have you tried the raspberry one? That one is good. Uh, like I have not. Um, so, yes, to answer your <laughs> question, I'm drinking tonight. Another cut water. I love the cut water so much. Man, I still need to go there in San Diego. It's so close, but I haven't been there. This is the Tiki Mai Tai. Um, this is probably my favorite one, actually. Um, so it's one of the stronger ones, and they definitely do it right. <laughs> so cheers. <laughs> cool. Uh, we have several beer breweries out here. I don't know if you're into beer, but oh yeah, I love beer. Yes, um, definitely. So out here, everyone drinks Montucky, which oh. I don't know if that's a local brewery or not, but it seems that maybe that's just what my friend Ray drinks at uh, karaoke on Mondays. <laughs> but I okay. drink a lot of it out here because it's super cheap. It's like. It's like PBR. Well, it doesn't taste like oh, PBR. It's yeah. actually way okay. better than PBR. Not oh. to knock on PBR. PBR is fine. You know, but it's like, it's always like the cheapest. Um, yes. But if you're going, boo, like, I wouldn't say bougie. If you're going mid-range and local, you're going to want Atomic Duck. So uh, oh, it's yeah. okay. from a brewery called Abel Baker. Um, and... Basically, the duck is the only animal to survive the nuclear testing when they were doing atomic testing here in Vegas. And apparently, I guess they were blowing up animals, but the duck survived. 
<laughs> so our local beer is Atomic Duck. It's really good. I love it. But you oh have God. to like IPAs. Not everyone think, loves IPAs. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, did I have one? Because I was there that that one night when we went out, you know, a few weeks Lither. ago. And yeah, yeah, and you to the Atomic. It was called Atomic, right? Mm-hmm. The The place we went to, the bar, Atomic Bar. Yeah, I remember you had that. And then I don't remember if I, I think I tried it though. It was good. Well, I do I like I IPA. Like I didn't know the history behind the duck itself though. That's very interesting sad. And, yeah. and sad, but at the same time, cool. So <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Atomic duck. Okay. I'll have to do an episode <laughs> on atomic tourism here yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely yeah. have to cover that at some point. Uh, yeah. What else do we drink here in Vegas? That's about uh, it. That's all I can think of. I'm trying to think of. Oh, liquid death. That's another weird. Um, I don't know. Weird liquid. That's not the not the sparkling water, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one? Yeah. No, I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. It's I love really, that stuff. Really popular out here for some reason. Yeah. It's good though. Even just I the mean, plain water. It's just canned water. Yeah. It's the you clever know. marketing. <laughs> yeah, but like really right. marketing. Yeah. But I, I usually get that all the time when I'm like drinking and I'm like, you know, I want to keep social social drinking, yeah. but I don't want to get drunk and I don't want to feel bad. So I usually will like, yeah, I force myself to get one of those. Um, the can the can makes it look hard. So <laughs> everyone likes cold drinks, even non alcoholic cold drinks. Everyone likes them, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah uh what else is going on that's about it um yeah i'm gonna be hosting a horror movie uh night at millennium fandom here in las vegas coming up so uh yeah i don't know should i mention that on the podcast am i gonna get stalkers hopefully not (laughs) um you know should i hopefully only cool stalkers i don't know (laughs) <laughs> not creepy ones <laughs> I mean I I've stalked people I've stalked I stalked my friend Mitchell on TikTok <laughs> and now he's my actual friend so you know there's that <laughs> you know <laughs> still haven't met him in person though honestly but mm-hmm. okay. mm. but yeah um all right that's enough about my personal chit chat and life <laughs> i'm gonna finish eating this pizza and uh what do you what do you got for me today okay well today um i wanted to something caught my attention and i was like you know i don't know if we've talked about this or not hopefully we haven't and if we have hopefully it's been a long time but this is taking it back to our nation's capital here in washington dc um and it reminded me of the time that uh, I remember I was talking about um, some of the ghosts in the White House uh, with regard to like, you know, 
some of the seances and stuff that happened like with Abraham Lincoln and, you know, stuff like that. But um, this ghost is actually feline ghost. And I don't know, I don't know that we've talked specifically about this ghost uh, or is it a ghost? I don't know. That's up for you to decide. But um, the official name of this ghost or non-ghost is the demon cat or just dc um demon cat yeah. of the white house wow yes, yes. and not just that's the... really cute actually <laughs> it is honestly um it's not just of the white house either the white house is actually um it kind of moved on to the white house and became a fixture there after um being around a different Capitol building. Um, actually, more correctly, um, it was first seen in the US Capitol building first. Um, so yeah, it is the most famous and um, ubiquitous uh, feline ghosts of Washington, DC. Um, and it's one of the best known ghost stories um in dc this cat has been around since the mid 1800s mm. and it is said to be either neutral to some but it's also said to be naughty to others and Sounds sometimes like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> sometimes it just wants to apparently frighten unsuspecting people mm. um if it's seen but it the thing that is um terrifying about it is that it has uh according to legend the ability to change in size from an ordinary house cat to an enormous size uh like that of an elephant oh geez or yeah um and is the legend of the demon cat based in any real encounters or is it just a special breed of a national cryptic cryptid all on its own? So that is something that I will be talking about briefly here. Um, and I mean, I know what my answer is already. I'm already sold because <laughs> I'm already a cat person. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you to think of, um, this kind of being, uh, being so prominent in, you know, the White House and other buildings. Yeah, I think it's really cool. So um, I definitely believe that it could be possible that this cat is, has existed or still exists. Uh, mm -hmm. But let's get into some of the background about it. Um, it made its first recorded appearance at the United States Capitol in 1862. Um, and the US Capitol was the first building that it claimed as its home, basically, because it was said to frequent the basement. Um, and, um, at that time, the U.S. Capitol's basement was used as a bakery 
during the Civil War to feed soldiers. So it was kind of, um, you know, like a surplus deal coming out of the basement. Um, and uh, it said that the demon cat appeared here many times. Um, the space was originally intended actually as none other than George Washington's burial chamber in the basement where the bakery area was. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and the there was one um, instance where a guard was said to fire a gun at the demon cat and it disappeared hmm. apparently when the it fired the gun uh when the gun was fired at it rather uh the capitol hill guard was supposedly said to be dead of a heart attack after seeing it that was a different account that happened oh, um yeah uh it's sometimes described as a tabby cat which if you you know know and love cats tabby is one of the most common um breeds uh but sometimes it's also described as being a black cat so it's described as being both kinds of cats mm. actually so a little confusing but either way still a cat at the end of the day is the important part yeah. um so <laughs> there was um going to be an article coming out in the Washington Post in 1898 and it said at that time that quote the demon cat appears as a regular sized house cat initially but then quickly expands to the size of an elephant before the eyes of a terrified observer. That was one description. Another description said the cat swells to the size of a giant tiger or an elephant said to be 10 feet by 10 feet when alerted. The cat would then, and this is a crazy part, so the if if it was said by the night guards that were the ones that were mostly uh giving these accounts of the stories it was said that if the cat approached you it would try to attack you or pounce on you uh but when it got close enough it either did one of two things it either disappeared or it exploded Jeez. <laughs> what yeah. would that look like i wonder yeah. <laughs> um i've never heard of especially a ghost or a spirit apparition yeah. i have never heard of uh, of one exploding in front of your eyes yeah, but right. i guess you know anything is possible especially if it's a spirit so. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that just sounds horrifying i mean yeah. what would you see and would it would would it disappear after you saw it momentarily or i i don't know um so pat and i have a a story of oh yeah of like seeing a ghost cat at one point oh, in our wow. life um so was at our old apartment we were in um uh the one in north hollywood 
where we rehearsed House of Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was like in the back room and I went to go pet what I thought was PJ, our cat, which is a dark gray cat. And when I went to pet her, because all the lights were off, so I could hardly see. So I went to pet her and my hand went through whatever it was. And it was like black smoke that went through it. And like at the time I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, I truly thought, pardon me. I truly thought it was like, um, you know, my eyes were playing tricks on me. Like it was probably just some sort of like smoke coming from in my window from something outside, you know, or something like that type of thing. Uh, But then like a day or so later, Pat told me, Hey, like this is, there was something that weird, something weird happened uh, the other night. And he was like, I went to go pet PJ and my hand went through it and it was like gray smoke, you know? Uh, And I was like, that is so weird. The same thing happened to me the other day. Um, oh so I, my know, God. I mean it could be something could be nothing could be we smoked a lot of weed at the time um it could be pareidolia like it could be our brains are so used to seeing a cat that when we saw some sort of shape like our brains assumed it was a cat right but <laughs> weird nonetheless you know no it, that you got yeah you guys both experienced it that's pretty yeah. crazy Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's all. That's, I have never had an experience like that. So I believe you guys, obviously. Yeah. I've never really seen a ghost or anything before. I guess that would be my only time experiencing that. Uh, When I worked at the museum, I cannot mention here in Las Vegas of, uh, of paranormal uh theming um <laughs> uh like there were a few times where i would see something out of the corner of my eye here and there mm-hmm. uh, but nothing significant you know unfortunately and yeah. i felt like i wasn't like attracted to that stuff nor do i want to be um yeah. you know but yeah that was definitely a weird thing for both of us to have happen yeah, know, in the same house. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's very, I'm glad you shared that because I, I don't know if you ever mentioned that, but that is definitely, that gives me um, creepiness in a good way. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, so yes, I was talking about the description of the demon cat, um, and uh, there was an- another article from the Washington Post. In this one was later on, though this was from 1935, and there was an observer that described um, DC demon cat uh, <laughs> the eyes the eyes of it as saying that they, quote, glow with all the hue and ferocity of the headlights of a fire engine. So, um, again, you know, 
common theme we see with uh, these kinds of creatures, monsters, cryptids, what have you, they've always got the glowing red eyes. That's yeah. like a key feature. Yeah. Um, and cat's eyes kind of glow when like the when light hits it at nighttime, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not ever red. Yeah. No, not red usually. And also, um, I think regardless of whether or not people saw a different color reflected in the eyes, Mm -hmm. there was one thing that they agreed on, which which I read about was that by this point in time, uh, by 1935, if somebody, you know, a night watchman usually was seeing the demon cat, that it was said the eyes were said to be huge, like headlights. <laughs> so that's pretty creepy too. Um, you know, uh, so just something to think about in the description of the demon cat. Um, but you know, like most cats, um, the demon cat definitely loved to roam around uh, because like I mentioned earlier, it doesn't just haunt the U.S. Capitol building, but it also haunts the White House and, you know, has been said to roam around some other buildings nearby. Um, but those are the two most famous, most prominent buildings that it's said to have um, been around. But when the demon cat appears at the White House, it is said to be a big deal. Um the if the demon cat appears on the ground floor of the white house which used to be considered the basement of the white house and its spirit as uh if it's seen its spirit is said to foreshadow a terrible event so just for a couple of examples um in 1929 a white house guard sees the demon cat just before the stock market crash of 1929. In 1963, a different White House guard sees the demon cat right before the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's pretty spooky, pretty eerie. I've even read some other accounts that said that it also appeared before the assassination of President Lincoln. Um, That one I didn't include just because I wasn't sure. I mean, with all of these stories, you can't really be too sure as we know, but um, the reason I didn't include it, but still brought it up is because um, the first source of information that I pulled um, this, these details from was um the white house historical association website and on that one they didn't mention anything about president lincoln so i was like well i'm not sure if it happened but like i said other accounts other websites said that uh dc was seen before lincoln's assassination as well that's crazy that demon cat is mentioned at all on the historical (laughs) website exactly (laughs) and i'm glad Um, you brought that up because i was thinking the exact same thing myself yeah yeah. (laughs) no it's on there and it's just it just goes to show that you know as a nation 
for all its kind of like, for our puritanical beginnings and whatnot, uh, it's still, we, we, we know these legends and we keep them alive. And yeah, the fact that it's on their, their website as like a semi-historical thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, pretty cool. So, <laughs> you know, uh, depending on how skeptical people want to be, um, you know, you can go there and make an argument maybe for some things. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it's, you know, I'm not sure if the demon cat is, um, you know, malevolent in any way, mm. but it's definitely some kind of um, maybe a doom, doom predictor, you know, if it's coming around when these events are happening. Um, yeah. Of course, there's no, we don't have any first um hand eyewitness account of anything of course but um you know this is just what was said to have occurred um so i do have you know some historical background and maybe a more of a context for the demon cat um like i said uh the basement of the u.s capitol building during the civil war was used as a bakery and of course the bakery would have grain wheat all the things what that would attract rodents to that area and naturally a uh allowing cats to roam freely around the halls in the basement area and other areas would prove as effective rodent control and free obviously because yeah. they're just you know they're not it's not like they're really adopting the cats i mean i'm sure they're feeding them uh, providing them water whatever but um they weren't you know well i mean the feeding is they're eating the mice but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am i thinking about it's not like they opened a you know i just opened my bag of food like you probably do and put it in a bowl but you know they were letting them hunt for all these mice and other kind of rodents and vermin so um so yeah that was a that was a very common thing and there was even an article in one of the papers calling the cats um something like the cats of uncle sam or uncle sam's cats <laughs> you know because they were employed but not actually employed by you know the capitol building and the white house to <laughs> keep the numbers of of rats down um so that being said some believe that dc is the spirit of one of these mid 1800 cats that once died but never left the basement <laughs> and uh we all know how you know if you've had a basement before i know they don't have them out here really in california but back where I'm from in the Midwest, there's definitely basements. And um, yeah, the cat that was um, at my parents' house most recently, it loved the basement. So yeah, I could see how a cat would never want to leave the basement. Um, but yeah, that's a possibility uh, of why maybe DC is still around. 
but uh, some people see DC's movement from the Capitol building to the White House as maybe giving more a little more credibility to its legend or its possible existence. Because obviously we all know here in the United States, White House main building where, you know, everybody's going to be um, interested or excited to know about what's going on at the White House. So, and uh, if you know anything about, or you've listened to, you know, some of our other podcasts in the past where we've talked about hauntings around the White House or Washington, D.C., then you already know that um, the White House was already filled with ghosts. And so uh, if a demon cat was added to it, that would probably seem like, you know, kind of an obvious addition, right? They've got all other kinds of ghosts. So <laughs> need why not cat. have demon cat? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, just adding to another ghost. Um, <laughs> it's just not a, a human ghost, which makes it even cooler. So um, it's also possible that uh, Demon Cat and its legend was influenced by, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but um, Taigi, or the cat was also known as Tiger, T-I-G-E. I'm just going to say it, it's Taigi. I don't want to say Taige. That doesn't sound right. I think yeah. it's probably Taige. Um, so it was, <laughs> this cat was once owned by President um, Calvin Coolidge and First Lady Grace Coolidge. And uh, Taige loved to wander around the different federal buildings, though his home was the White House. So like many cats known to roam outside, he sometimes disappear for days at a time. Even that's why, by the way, I don't let my cat go outside because I'm deathly afraid of that. Yeah. Um, I don't want the cat going anywhere. So, um, but yeah, he'd sometimes disappear. And when he would disappear, he would actually make the national news <laughs> for vanishing. Yeah. Like they would write about it in the papers. I mean, that was back in the day, of course. Um, yeah. But I mean, we do write about some pretty, maybe what people wouldn't think is that important nowadays. I mean, yeah, I see far too, it's mostly in the celebrity news that I read. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. wait, why did that happen? And why did I need to know about it? But yeah, um, <laughs> but, but um. Yeah, Taigi was famous uh, because, you know, reporters were actually um, recording, uh, you know, accounts of his, you know, vanishing. Um, so it's thought that his wanderlust, that Taigi's wanderlust is thought to give believers the idea that DC, the demon cat, also liked to wander and appear in different locations. So I thought that was interesting too, um, you know, how that might've evolved the story a little bit more for a demon cat and why it would appear in more than one location. Um, uh, but if you really wanna be convinced, which I already was, 
um, at the moment when, you know, <laughs> I first saw the details of the story. But if you want to be really convinced, I think that there's nothing more convincing sometimes than some kind of physical evidence, right? Well, yeah. there are paw prints and even a DC signature um, in the Capitol building. And to this day, apparently you can see it um, in the Capitol building in the small Senate rotunda, which is just north of the famous main rotunda. And it is, um, if you, I guess if it's, if you go into the old Supreme Court chamber, if you're taking a tour, it would be just outside one of the doors to the old, um, Supreme Court chamber, and you can see a pair of feline paw prints embedded in the concrete by the base of one of the room's eight columns. And, you know, you can just Google this image. Um, I saw it on um, the Atlas Obscura website pretty clearly. Um, they have it. Uh, and not so far from the paw print are the initials DC, and they're carved also into the cement. And, you know, it would be really cool if the DC signature was right by the paw print, but I learned that it was actually in a different room entirely. But, you know, I mean, you got to imagine that it's Hopefully those rooms aren't far off from each other. Um, but just the fact that it's it's carved into there, who carved it in there? Yeah. And um, you know, when did they do that? And especially the paw prints. I mean, uh, of course you can explain a lot of things away. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but you know, for people who, you know like me, like others who are interested in this kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely would love to see the paw prints <laughs> and the DC up close and get a good look. Um, but the explanation that was given for the paw prints being there, um, in 1898, there was in that area of that um, small Senate rotunda, there was an explosion from a gas leak that caused much of the original stone floor to be replaced. And at some point during the reconstruction, a wandering cat, possibly DC, left its marks in the drying concrete. Is the demon cat real? Dun, dun, hmm. Dun. <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> you know what my answer is. Um, but there is someone who considers himself to be uh, a self-proclaimed authority on the legend of the demon cat, and that would be a man named Steve Livingood, and he is the chief tour guide of the U.S. Capitol Historical Society. Hmm. So he um, gives, you know, tours at the Capitol. Um, he, uh, I think has been with that, um, with the society since the early seventies. 
So he knows the story pretty well. Um, and unfortunately, Steve doesn't happen to think so. Um, no. that, the, that is real. Yeah. <laughs> He's, you know, uh, encouraging, which I'll get to in a minute. But no, he does not seem to think that the demon cat is real. Um, he says, quote, I can put enough pieces together to know where the legend came from. The night watchmen were not professionals. They would often be se some senator's ne'er-do-well brother-in-law that had a drinking problem. Mm. Um, so, you know, he has a lot of, as you know, many skeptics do, and it's not bad to be a skeptic, of course, mm -hmm. um, but he definitely likes to explain away a lot of things. Um, but his theory is that the guards, you know, as he was describing, they were, you know, cronies, essentially, I guess, or, you know, what would you say? Nepotism, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're getting these jobs from their, you know, higher up government officials or whomever. And so they weren't really taking it seriously, in other words, but he was saying that the guards, if they weren't already drunk by the time they got to their post, that they would be drunk shortly after and that they would get fall down drunk and that maybe perhaps one of the many cats uh, roaming through the hallways would come and lick the guard's face. And of course, if he was lying down on the ground, might cause him to think that it was Mont you know, the cat was monster sized and not regular sized, I guess, in some kind of drunken stupor. I don't know. It seems like a bit of a stretch to me, but um, yeah, but that's also how rumors kind of go is that True. You know, one small thing leads to a telephone effect, you know? And True. And Definitely. On, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Exactly. No, that that's very true. Um, so, and then when, after this happened and they claimed to see, you know, this humongous cat um, coming at them, they would report their tale to a superior and maybe the superior would think about it with logic for a moment and say, well, you know, this guard was obviously having way too much to drink. Um, and that at that point, they couldn't discipline the guard for drinking too much because the guard was so well connected, you know, had these high powered connections. So they would just send the guard home to recover. And then he said, quote, then the other guards realized that if they also see the cat, and get attacked, then they get a day off. And that's how history gets written. Yeah. <laughs> is what is what he said. Mm. Um, and he maintains that. Um, you know, and he's yeah, I mean, he's definitely not wrong. I'm sure that that has happened uh, more than once. Um, the sad part about things for those of us out there that 
you know, want to keep believing is that Living Good says he's never heard of a modern sighting of DC, mm. just these older tales. And he also is quoted as saying, quote, I've never had anyone who felt they had an experience like that. But, you know, at the same time, just because he hasn't heard of it, I know he's the expert, but doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Um, although the last official sighting of DC was during the final days or the aftermath of World War II in the 1940s. So it's 2023 now. But so. you could say that they thought they saw him before uh, Kennedy was assassinated. Oh, so that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, I don't know. That's conflicting information I have, of course. That's how yeah. most of these things go. But yeah. You're right. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Gosh, I always try to fact check my facts that are maybe not checkable, but yeah. um, <laughs> scripted facts are are they facts? Yeah. <laughs> well, real or not, the demon cat lives on in the spooky history of our nation's capital, and I definitely hope to get a glimpse. Someday of the paw prints and the DC engraving, because um, I feel like that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, there's a lot of lore that goes around, of course, with the demon cat, um, but a lot of also kind of pop culture things that's inspired. Um, just kind of one last fun fact about um, Demon Cat. Uh, apparently in 2006, there was and there still is a um, roller derby team in Washington, D.C. called the D.C. Demon Cats. So, um, yeah, it's very cool that the Demon Cat has actually made its way into um you know, everyday life and um at least in Washington DC. Yeah. <laughs> Demon so, Cat is a really good mascot name. Yeah, Definitely. I think so. I think especially for like roller derby. That's oh yeah. I wanted to be a roller derby gal so bad, but then, you know, I um decided that after I broke an actual bone not doing anything that I didn't want to try to break one on purpose. Mm. So that kind of, you know, led to me not doing that. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's really cool that their name is the Demon Cats. It's, oh, yeah. Sounds awesome for a roller derby team. <laughs> so yeah, that is um, the legend of DC, uh, Washington's famous demon cat and um is he or she because it doesn't really refer to whether it's he or she but is the cat still out there i think so but you know yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i guess yeah. yeah we'll see if some sort of tragic event happens i mean there have 
there has been a few recently. You know. That's true. Yes. Or would someone and admit to seeing it if they did see it? So they would need to they would need to admit to it. I would actually it would be so cool if you know to get out there one day and try to find out if there have been any more recent sightings because like yeah. you said just because they haven't been mentioned doesn't mean that it hasn't happened so yeah um yeah i uh i still hold, hold out hope <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that with the um the paw prints you know uh I don't know. I just think it would be really cool to look at up close. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, and try to figure out how the heck the DC got in there. I mean, maybe at that point it was just somebody carving it into the cement, but uh, who knows? I you mean, know? does it stand <laughs> for Demon Cat or does it stand for District of Columbia? Right. Right. <laughs> it could be, be either one. Either one, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for, uh, yeah, for bringing that subject. You know I love cats, so I've got two of my own demon cats. Right. So, uh, anything with cats. Uh, now I feel like yes. I need to do more cat episodes, you know, and I'm going to have to look into it. Yes. Definitely. Well, I'm uh, glad we we hadn't talked about it yet because yeah i was like you know i don't think this is something we've talked about so yeah, yeah. that's cool <laughs> i had i had heard of the ghost cat of the white house but not in that mm. much detail so yeah very cool yeah. um so yeah uh to my listeners i hope you enjoyed that uh as mu as much as i did and <laughs> You know, please tell other people about this podcast. Like I always say, uh, share it with someone just as creepy as you are. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, we're we're all out there, and we we collect in groups. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, you can watch this on YouTube. These are put up on YouTube. Uh, you can email us at myweirdlittlepodcast at gmail .com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find me at tia is the coolest or uh my weird little podcast instagram um my tiktok is at my weird little podcast where you see me put on cute outfits uh although today i was just not feeling it you know it's fine <laughs> it's a mess face is a mess it's all good you know we all have those days and i am totally comfortable in my own skin so that's fine for now until i should <laughs> skin and embody someone else's skin like oh skinwalker like yeah like a good like the good skinwalker i am invasion of the pod people you know <laughs> body snatchers invasion of the body snatchers that's <laughs> where i'm going here uh yeah <laughs> and you know as always my creepy friends please stay spooky Yay! Oh.